Hello, welcome to the final part of the Quentin Tarantino talk with myself, Crisis, and Mr. Brown, and of course, C.A.C. Hope you enjoy it, and uh, you know, I might come back at the end as well. Yeah, see how you're all doing. All right, enjoy. Bye. So, number five. Where's my dogs? Where's my dogs? Yeah. So, um, and you, Kaz? Have I said Django yet? I would say at this point, um, Inglorious Bastards. Number five. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything to discuss? Anything you want to say about Inglorious Bastards? No, we, we, talked, discussed we it. just talked about it. Okay, so are we at number. Oh. No, I'm doing well, it. I'm number five. five, number five. Um, so my number five. Um, Hmm. My number five, oh Jesus, that's going to be a hard one. I'm probably going to go Reservoir Dogs as well, actually. Hmm. Yeah, Six and five, both the same. Yeah, I think I'm going to go the same. Because I love Reservoir Dogs, but I think like I, I feel like I've overwatched Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, which is going to be number four for me. Yeah, that's going to be hmm. For exactly the same reasons. And we don't need to discuss Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Hmm. Come on, if you don't know what that is by now, it's like, yeah. Number four is uh, Pulp Fiction for me. Pulp Fiction for you as well. So it's Pulp Fiction for me and you at number four. Yeah. And for you, number four? Um, Hateful Eight. Hateful... Oh! Oh, oh, you wound me, sir. That's the only one that hurts. Um, I watched it again last night. Oh, absolutely adore it. Hmm, I wonder what crisis number one's going to be. Okay, so... Number three! There's only got three left. This is it. This is the one. These are the, these are the top mm. three now. Okay? Top three films of all time, Quentin Tarantino. And I'm going to put at number three, for me, Kill Bill. Mm. Because even though that film is a complete and utter rip-off of every other film that's ever been made in one movie, even though he steals from everywhere, I mean, he does in all his films. He steals he music, does. he steals composition, uh, uh, he steals storylines, he steals actors, he steals lines, he steals everything from everywhere, but he does it so goddamn well. crisis from the future just to apologize we ran out of space at this point and i had to start again so i apologize for the little bit of missing audio but we get straight back into it still talking about kill bill now it's over to mr brown we've taken um black mumble whatever name's yeah. taking her eye out and all so, that yeah, and i think right. some of that is brilliant yeah. but the last half hour Playing Happy Families, and it's just like, where the fuck's this going? You know, uh, like, Kill Bill's my number three because it is the best representation of someone playing homage or just ripping off everywhere, every other movie that's ever been made. He's done his whole career. He does it so well in that movie, um, better than anyone's ever done it. But I don't mind because it's done so well. Yeah. You've got everything. You've got exploitation. You've got martial arts. You've got action. You've got drama. You've got romance. You've got it's just everything all in one yeah. movie and it's just done so well it's such a great cast it's so well shot and the music's so brilliant I just don't care yeah. it washes over me and I just can't help but just be yeah. amused by it 
in a, in a kind of dumb way as well. In a kind of, oh, this is great. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's just it's fun. saying that. It's saying a dumb it's way. Just oh, fun. This is great. Like, I watched the first one at the cinema with uh, Tim, and he was just laughed the whole fucking time. Right. You know? It's just one of those films. It's just fun. It's just yeah. a, you're gonna have a fun time. But yeah. I do agree with you. The second part, it slows the fuck down, and but it starts brilliant though. And, I you know, am like, nowhere near. Well, I'm not even a film director, of course not, right? Um, I've directed a couple of short little movie things, like check them out on YouTube, boom. Um, but what I'm saying movies, is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of blueies. Star next Cup, year. A couple of blueies. <laughs> Star on the show next year. Oh, a couple of blueies. <laughs> um, I um, would want to re-edit that movie. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. If you could re-edit I, that movie I, down to one movie and make it a little bit shorter, it yeah, would yeah. work better. We, we, yeah, we had this conversation before and I, I was saying the same. You said about the... Yeah, it's just bits I would take out. Of this, yeah, if there's any movie I could change of his, it would be definitely Kill Bill. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Okay, so that was my number, number three. three. Oh, that my was goodness. my number three. Your number three? Jackie Brown. Death Proof. Death Proof, Wow. I, I noticed that with you actually when we watched it last time yeah. you were loving it so much yeah, and I remember because I remember before I was always like I think it's the weakest one but then when we watched it on the big screen man I love that film yeah, so much seriously mate you difference. need to watch it on the big screen I think I will come around here I think and watch I'm going to go for them all again and I will when definitely get to watch Death Proof, it come around here and watch it and we'll watch it on the big screen Definitely, it makes such a big. Those big. It's just. It has to be with the machinery and the cars, yeah, the cars and the cars and the roaring. Just, the it's got to be. Like when he's hitting them in the back, he's trying yeah, to rape it them. It's all very it's phallic. Also... But it's still not as high as my number two, which of course is Inglorious Bastards. Mm. And for the reasons I've already that, mentioned, I guess that would be because when we were talking before, you were saying about um, a hateful eight jumping ahead of head mm. of. Uh, so I guess I cannot stop laughing like a little girl at Brad Pitt's performance in that fucking movie. Yeah. Every time he's on screen, he oh, says he's something. Fantastic. I am he's rolling really around, and it's like his, his accent is so <laughs> fucking, um, you know, you know, it, 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 it's, it's phenomenal. Funny way. It doesn't. I like. I like. That it doesn't take Man, itself too seriously. You know, like, yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't take itself too, too do seriously, it. does it? You know, no. and uh, but not just that. I'll be the number one Italian because I speak it better and it goes well yeah. to the guy that doesn't speak it at all yeah. and it gets the hair he's like but look on God he sounds the most yeah. Italian out of all yeah it's phenomenal um, uh, Brad Pitt is so face. good it's not just the, for Brad Pitt though that he makes me laugh all through but Christoph Waltz oh my God man yeah. if there was ever a role made he, for an he, actor he does he does he plays it so well doesn't he and yeah. I, that yeah. might be why um, that's why I love soon so much after in they had him in another one of his films straight after didn't they phenomenal in Django mm-hmm. as well isn't yeah. he? That know? scene at the start of Inglourious Bastards where he's just drinking his mm. milk. He's just drinking the milk. Yeah. And the table. He literally he takes the whole Alfred like. Hitchcock, there's a bomb under the bed thing yeah. to a whole new fucking level with that scene. Yeah, he does. That is one of the best scenes, in my opinion, in cinema ever. Put to cinema. It's phenomenal. The, the shot at the start where you see the background it comes in like a western, yeah. the music... The build up to it when they get out of the car, you, you know they're on. When as soon as like they're talking, you just know something's going down. The creak of the wooden floor as he walks in. Yeah. When he asks for the milk, just you can taste the milk as he's drinking yeah. it. It's just so fucking good. This is a filmmaker at his very best. This is a filmmaker confident, knows what he's he, doing. You know, he always does go. He thinks of everything though, doesn't he? To be fair, you amazing. know, like the, yeah, the, the you know the little things is yeah. what what he does, doesn't he? You know, like sometimes other. 
other um, sort of like films, they they miss the little things in there. Mm. Other other people's films are always Plus it everything. Doesn't do the coward everything thing. is about the the story, Sorry. and with him, he he he, he does. Well, just normal conversations going on and yeah. stuff like that. Just yeah. something, you know, which you can hear the director's the voice yeah, yeah. as well. And it's like the scene where um, Churchill's sitting in the background of the room and he comes in and he's telling him the plans, like the general is telling in that mm. big wooden room. Like, mm. It's a really empty, sparse room, like not really good room for recording, but the conversation they have and what they're mm. talking about what they're doing is just amazing. The, like, way the interaction between them, but it's just a really boring conversation, really, yeah. in a big empty room. But it's funny. Yeah. And it's the way he turns on a dial where he can just go from that real hilarious comedy of a scene like that, which is really funny, to the absolute tension of scenes like when they're sitting in the in the pub. You get the release of that laughter as well, you know, where you go from that absolute tension. I mean, the bridge in that film, I think the most perfect moment of where he gets the, the comedy and the tension completely... Um, in the middle somewhere, I don't know, I'm an idiot trying to talk, but it's the bit where um, the bar's pretty much, everyone's dead at this point, there's like one dude left, uh, and he's, you know, his son's just been born, and Brad Pitt's at the top, and he's, and he's saying, is any of our guys alive? You know, that moment, is like the perfect combination between the comedy and the tension of that fucking very moment right there, where he's just like, hey, you know, we need to shoot, you know, let's make a deal, what do you want oh, to? Uh, How about uh, we come down? We uh, take our guys out of here and, and watch watch it again. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's like uh, that's the perfect moment off, of that film. No, I mean the actual where it all kicks off. And yeah. Like oh yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, like yeah. the, the yeah, yeah, between the saying. tension yeah, and yeah, the comedy, yeah. like that moment is like that's where he's just. I just I just feel like as a a, a filmmaker at his most um, confident. Hey, yeah. An experienced filmmaker. Very um, original that film as well. In mm. in you know like yeah it's like nothing I've, I've seen before you know like the Plus he, he just doesn't... rewrites the whole uh, whole of the world war like war two yeah. he just decides I like, love no, that. this is what I want it to be <laughs> yeah. this is what I think is going to happen yeah. and this which, is just yeah, once upon and isn't it great America, that they all just went to the time, cinema yeah. screening and all just died in one big go yeah brilliant yeah, yeah. and let's make it all about fi- cinema again yeah. let's make it all about film let's make mm. film the most important thing mm. film ended the war celluloid mm. won the war yeah. you know yeah exactly and also I love the way he doesn't cow out and have everyone speaking in English yeah, that's good. As well, you know? It's like, you can read. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? But then he'll make an excuse or a reason for them to go, do you mind if we talk in English? And he'll kind of bring mm, it back yeah, as well. Yeah. Which is, is fucking brilliant. And this whole build-up as well, where the bastards are going in, and there's this whole big plot that they're going to explode the, the cinema, and mm. that's what's going on. But actually, that all just falls apart, and it's all and this whole thing... Just is as well, someone else is trying to wipe them out they're too. Doing so, the same yeah. thing, yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, it's very good. Right. So that number brings two. us to our number one spot. Number two. For you. Yeah, oh, that was, no, that was that your number two? two? Yeah, don't get us confused again. Okay. <laughs> My number two is Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Which yeah, I think means our number one is our first. And Pulp Fiction. Number two, Pulp Fiction. So you still on that Pulp Fiction thing. Now, I understand well, that. This is, this is the thing. When I, watched them, when I watched them all through, to be honest... I didn't have the same feel for pop fiction as what I previously did, mm. but it's because I, I I think that's probably the one I've probably seen the most, maybe mm. you know, like so over many the years. Times. But 
it, it's just how you know like how it changed it changed like cinema, cinema. it's just like 100%. certain certain bits you know mm. scenes on it it's just about the originality of it the definitely where the fuck's this going it's yeah. just so yeah well when it comes to changing cinema when it comes to um be the, um inspiring or changing or um then it should be num- it should number be number one, one for me instead yeah. of number two yeah, but, yeah. I mean, well, for those for those terms yes but if I'm just taking that out of the equation and just thinking, mm. what do I enjoy to watch now? Mm. Having seen Pulp Fiction like 150 fucking times. Well, exactly. It's like, to be honest, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, wording, from, I'm wording what they're saying as I'm watching the film now. I know. You know? It's like I'm saying I want to go from all again. The one I'm, I'm probably won't be looking forward to will be like near, near the bottom of looking forward to watching it again mm. would be Pulp Fiction. Because, mm. yeah, that is one I, yeah. I am familiar with so and I've seen, I've seen a lot. But and see that he is a new director can't you in definitely. certain ways and definitely and that's a good thing for a lot of people because you kind of yeah pop fiction and, and you have that with him but i don't know he just hadn't he just got so much better when he really kind of got to grips honed his skills. Honed his skills oh definitely but then that, again he honed skills that he created in a yeah, way because did. you know reservoir dogs and pulp fiction two of the most influential films ever made how many times have you heard music from those films yeah. in a fucking advert a tv show a kids show yeah. how many times have you seen dudes walking down the road or a gang of people walking the road slowly with slow motion music in the background in that same exact way like i was having to explain to my daughter like this guy, before this film people didn't do that yeah. they're like oh no this is just part of cinema no 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 that walking down the road in slow motion with the music playing being cool he invented that yeah. His, these films are some of the most influential films ever made. It's quite a, you know, the, um, looking a in the boot of a, actually, open, up, open up the boot of a car and the camera being in the boot of the car and looking up to the people and people opening the boot. That's in everything now. He invented that pretty much. I mean, Dario Argento obviously had some influence there as well. But that look, people mimicking style, that style. Yeah. Man, those are two of the most influential films ever made. But... They're also two of the most watched films ever made uh, for me because I've seen them so many bloody times. And I'm not saying I like them less, but I don't get as much out of them because I've seen them so many times. Mm. And a film I do get more out of because I haven't seen it as many times as I've seen it a lot is my number one spot. And of course, it is Hateful Eight. Which I think is not only my favourite Quentin Tarantino film, but is probably my favourite film, um, at least in my top five films of all time. And is my favourite Western. And is my favourite film of a lot of the actors in there. My favourite Kurt Russell film. My favourite Walton Goggins film. Um, yeah. It's just so good. favourite Tim good. Roth film? No. That would be hard No, 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 no. It's not my favourite Tim Roth film. Tim Roth is... No, he's made no. so many amazing films. Um, it's just beautiful. It's, again, mm. same thing that I said about Inglourious Bastards. This is a director. Oh, this cast, is a director yeah. that is knows what he's doing he's the top of his game you feel the snow you feel the cold yeah. every time someone takes a drink I can taste that drink you know every time someone does <laughs> something you, just the tension it's mm. got the tension of Inglourious Bastards it's got the feel it's got the humour it's got the you feel sorry for characters because you know what's coming as well yeah. it's like and, but it's just infinitely watchable the same way that Pulp Fiction was for me back in the day and I think, you know, maybe over the years that will change. But I thought it was raining for a second there, so fan ain't it that yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. I do I have I do still have one fan. Oh, <laughs> sure. 
Turns out that um, Hateful Eight is my number one as well. Oh, really well done. And you over. won the competition. You got it correct. That is the right answer. <laughs> now right let's answer. hear the wrong answer from Mr. Brown. No, I'm going to Django, your, your oh, least yeah. favourite. Uh, no, but <laughs> I, I, I love Django. I love Django. When I watched that through, um, you know, like uh, recently, I was just... Yeah, I was just blown away. But the first two hours, I couldn't couldn't fault anything. I just thought, no, mate, really. I can't. I could, the only thing I can fault in that film, and it's only slightly, is Jamie Foxx's performance. That's it. And even that's brilliant. It's just certain parts of it where I just feel like his ego takes over just a little bit too much, and I feel like it's Jamie Foxx, not the character. That's my only problem with that. And but maybe then that's, if maybe you're, that's if my you're a issue. black man at that maybe time, and suddenly issue. you've been given, you know, like. No, I get the, I get those parts. Yeah. It's just all the bits where he's just so cool and doing stuff. It's just like, man, you're just doing the same Jamie Foxx thing you always do in every movie, and it's just unfortunately but takes it, it takes role. me out of the movie. Right, like it takes me out of the movie. Maybe, but then maybe that is what um, Tarantino wanted for, for, yeah, for yeah. that part. What do we you know? know? I'm an idiot. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm just and talking it's an, shit. It's an amazing movie. Like, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio is Leonardo DiCaprio is my favourite film he's, he's brilliant. so good he's, he's you know, he's amazing but, um, but yeah you know I was going to say when we got round to that I was going to make a point of uh, mentioning Samuel Jackson's performance oh, he plays brilliant. such he a is, good character yeah. well, it's my, probably my spe- one of my favourite performances I, 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 I read something <laughs> about Samuel Jackson I read something about Samuel Jackson and his five favourite films there's only one Quentin Tarantino film in it which parts he play in that Mm. Guess which guess which uh, film it is. Django. Which character? Well, you, uh, no, it is uh, it is Jackie Brown. Is mm. the only one of his films mm. which are in his top five. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe he felt like he role. shouldn't be putting loads of Quentin Tarantino films in there, so you just pick one. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Unfair. He's know. done so many films with so many directors. And that is a good role. Good night. I think was was one of them. I can't remember. That's all, a good all, film. All, yeah. I can't remember all of his. That's a good film, man. His top five. Uh, David, but... David Caruso and uh, Gina Davis also mm. in that. That's a good film. It's a very underrated movie. That. Snakes on the plane. Someone get these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everyone knows that one. Obviously, his best role ever. Obviously, that was his number one movie. Clearly. Um, what would be my favourite Samuel L. Jackson film? Hmm. Maybe that and other Jackson, things another time. Jackson, let me time. figure out the name. Uh, we'll see you next time on Pointless Podcasting. You're welcome. Thanks, Kaz. Bye, everyone. I'll oh, check out my shit on YouTube. Um, I've obviously got a few videos on there, some music and the rest of it. Um, you probably already know about it. Check out Drunk Chef. That's pretty good. Um, it's pretty stupid. Um, some Pointless Unboxings on there, music. And um, we'll catch you next time on Pointless Podcasting. Bye. Hello, and there you have it, the Quentin Tarantino ramble and talking about all the movies and our own personal favourites, top tens and the like. And uh, that was a lot of fun to do, thanks again to Kaz for that and Mr Brown, and I'm sure we'll be back again at some point, maybe like a year on from now, you never know, there might be a tenth movie by then, and uh, maybe we'll do it all again. Uh, which would be quite interesting. Until then, um, I'd just like to mention some people that I didn't talk about, um, a couple of directors that never came up, that um, really should have done, um, at least for the also-ran uh, best directors. Um, people like David Lynch, who, you know, um, cinema is just really a canvas for pure art and not necessarily 
um, telling the most coherent stories. Um, he is a director that I equally love as much as I hate. He frustrates me with his movies, but I can't help but go back again. Um, another fantastic director that wasn't mentioned before. I mean, this is going to go on forever if I if I keep keep mentioning, but I I will um, quickly try and get through this. Um, Takashi Miike, obviously. <clears throat> Uh, an amazing director. Um, the dude's made so many movies. I'm pretty sure he's got like over 200 films or something, and he's pretty much done every type of genre you can imagine. Everything from the musicals to the original uh, Yakuza uh, movies back in the early 70s and 80s. Um, and then of course Lars von Trier, another amazing director who you know is probably one of the most controversial directors, but also you know really has a message in a lot of his movies and something to say. And, you know, if you can get through the stuff that he makes, because it is quite hard, it's not the most palatable of uh, directors, but, you know, he is one of the most original, and, um, yeah, I, I find him to be one of my favourites. Sorry about the background noise there. Um, in fact, I should speed this up, otherwise you don't want to hear the banging and clanging. But um, thanks for listening, and uh, please uh, go and check out um, some more stuff on YouTube on the Carnival Crisis YouTube channel where I have a lot of my music on there I go under the name Crisis um, there's some albums and EPs and different stuff if you like electronica, synthwave hip hop, old school 90s stuff then please check it out uh, I've got some pointless unboxings of different cult movies and limited editions and things like that and some other bits and pieces some more comedy stuff as well and also to let you know, I will be putting these out fortnightly rather than weekly because I want to have a bit of time to make sure that they get edited um, properly and put out and have enough time to come up with something decent to do. And so that, yeah, you can have a little bit of quality. Well, as much quality as I can give you anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, I will be back in a couple of weeks and um, maybe probably by myself, but you never know, might have a guest. And uh I'll see you then, so please, uh, in the meantime, go and maybe check out some of the other Portless Podcasts in episodes that I've already done. You can check them out on Spotify is the main one, and a lot of the other places, Google Play and whatnot. Again, I'm trying to get them on iTunes. The more you listen, the more you people you tell, the more chance we get to do that. So in the meantime, go and check those out. Thanks for listening. Bye! <laughs>